Thank you for listening to Echo Holiday Radio, playing your favorite holiday jams and top 40 hits to get you through the season. Speaking of surviving the season, TuneIn has partnered with one of our favorite comedians in the world, Jen Kirkman. We've created a new exclusive four-episode podcast series, The Holiday Survival Guide. Can you believe it? It's already the fourth episode. And if you haven't listened to the first three, go back and check them out. They're on the station page. So sit back, turn up the volume, and enjoy the final episode. Alexa, turn it up. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Jen Kirkman. I'm a comedian. I'm an author. I'm a podcaster. But most of all, I'm a human, just like you. Everyone can use a little help during the holidays, so I'm going to talk to some of my good friends and get real advice on how to survive these holidays. This is my Holiday Survival Guide podcast powered by Amazon Echo. On this final installment of my Holiday Survival Guide podcast series, I'm going to talk about holiday guilty pleasures. We'll talk to musician Ben Lee, actor Michael McMillan, comedian Sarah Colonna, and maybe some other people that I talked with for this whole series. Look, we got to have some mystery, right? Go listen to all of the other episodes if you haven't already, because we talk about holiday movies and music, holiday foods, traditions, family, relationships, really just all the best and worst parts of the holidays. So as smart or cool or hip as someone can be, what I've found with a lot of people that I've been talking to is everybody secretly loves the holidays. They might not love the commercialization. They might not be religious. They might not love the stress that comes along with it, but everyone seems to have a little thing that they sort of privately dive into. And I wanted to find out what people's guilty pleasures were. Mine is watching the Hallmark Channel movies, the made-for-TV movies that they make every year. They make about 20 new ones every year, and then they rerun the other ones from past years. So literally on a 24-hour loop, beginning before Thanksgiving and through New Year's, you can watch any kind of made-for-TV movie on the Hallmark Channel. And they're usually somehow about romance, which I know I've said many times that I don't think Christmas and romance should mix, but I only approve of it in the Hallmark holiday movies because they all seem to go by the same formula of a busy businesswoman. She has no time for love. They're always very like non-too specific about what her job is. Like she's in business. She's a lawyer. Don't worry about it. We don't have to get into the details. One of my favorite ones this year is a lawyer who quits being a lawyer because she wants to go save the ice sculpture contest that's in her town. And this particular year, they're not gonna have the ice sculpture contest because it costs $10,000 and the town doesn't have the money. And she's like, I have to come back and save it. Now, I don't know why she had to quit her career as a lawyer, but that's what she ends up doing. She's like, I just love ice sculpting. It's my thing. I've never even seen ice sculptures at Christmas, to be honest. I don't really understand, but I love the Hallmark Channel movies. And I wanted to talk to people about their guilty pleasures. Well, and also for me, I put up my decorations early. Like it's getting earlier and earlier every year. I put them up October 30th, but I figure as long as decorations are in stores, then it's socially acceptable for me to go put my decorations up. And, and here's where I defend myself. I'm going to be traveling for two weeks in November and I'll be gone for seven, eight days in December, not consecutively. So if you sort of take out all the weeks that I'm gone, that means I'm really only in my home over the holidays for about three weeks. So I want more time. I want more time with the fun lights. And so this year I had to travel on October 31st and I said, you know what? The last thing I'm gonna wanna do when I get home is decorate for the holidays. 
which again, that would have been November 7th. Why would I have to decorate then? I'm telling you, I don't know, I'm weird. So I put up my decorations on October 30th and look, it's not harming anyone and it's making me happy. But you know, I'm not one of those people that wants to keep the decorations up. Like once it hits New Year's, I sort of, I'm like, okay, get everything out of here. We're starting over, we're starting new. But if I could put them up September 1st, I would, but I'm sure people would have a problem with that. I have abnormal reactions to holiday music. I love Silent Night. It makes me cry. And sometimes I'll listen to it on purpose just so I can have an emotional experience and just feel feelings. I don't know why, but if you ever want to make me cry, play Silent Night in front of me and you'll get to see what I look like with snot running down my face. Anyway, I talked to my friends about what their secret little, you know, holiday weird things are and what their guilty pleasures are. And I I think I'm against calling things a guilty pleasure. I think they should be a proud celebration. So please enjoy this episode that I originally conceived of as a guilty pleasure, but I'm now going to go into it saying, let your freak flag fly. Here are my friends' proud celebrations. I can't wait for you guys to meet my friend, Michael McMillan, he will soon be your friend. You may know him from HBO's True Blood or the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. We talk about Michael's current holiday traditions and how he thinks it's important to find time for yourself in the holiday season. We talk about his favorite holiday movies, which include Star Wars and Die Hard, which I do not think count as holiday movies. But hey, to each his own, enjoy. This year, I'm going to spend actual Christmas Eve and Christmas Day by myself. I'm going to New York City to stay in my favorite fancy hotel. The 23rd, I'm doing a big, awesome gig with uh, Rhett Miller at the City Winery. I'm seeing friends while I'm there. There is no loneliness. It's just- I'm so excited for you. This sounds great. I'm excited. um, And the listeners may or may not know I got dumped on Christmas last year. So I was thinking this year I might not even celebrate it. Not as great. But I'm already over it and excited about the holidays. And so- What I'm excited about, though, is I'm working on a project that will take me up until about the 23rd. Mm -hmm. So those will be my first two days off. Mm. And I want to lay in bed, and this is sad. I've called every hotel that I might possibly stay in saying, do you get the Hallmark Channel? And they don't. So what? I know. So I won't be able to watch my Hallmark Do you know where Hallmark's based out of? Kansas? Kansas City. Oh, my God. I want to move there. Yeah. The whole family. Oh. So tell me more about your home. When do you put the tree up? Uh, my, okay. So typically growing up, uh, we would always go, this is really fun. We would go to the, the day after Thanksgiving, my mom and dad and I would go over to my mom's, her name was Carol. We would go over to her house and we would cut down a tree from her backyard. Oh my God. We would pick a tree. I don't know if they paid her and I don't know if she just grew them for this purpose, but she had a big backyard with just a bunch of, you know, fir trees and we would go cut one down and bring it back. And so strange. It's such a, one of those like memories you take for granted as a kid. It's like, yes, we just go over to my mom's friend's house and we cut a tree down from her backyard and that's (laughs) our Christmas tree. It's so like what people who've never been to the Midwest think is like, that's what they all do. 
And that's what I thought we all did. And then um, it's only since I've been an adult that I was like, what's the story there? How did that come about? Did we pay for it? Yeah. How did that even come up? Like, I know Carol sang in the choir with my mom. So I don't know if she's like, hey, if you're looking for a tree, just come over to my backyard. Yeah, because I'm picturing that, like, after 10 years, Carol just has a wasteland of stumps. Yeah, just stumps everywhere. (laughs) I know that, me too. So I don't know what was going on there. But, uh... Now, so the, the tree would go up the day after Thanksgiving. As it should. And I, that's too late, in my opinion, now. Now, I've started in the past couple of years because uh, I've been, I'm typically here and on my own um, for Thanksgiving. I will actually, my new, brand new tradition that I've done now, only two years in a row, but I'm looking forward to doing it this year, is I get the tree out and I put it up while I'm watching the Macy's Thanksgiving yes, Day Parade. Yes, beautiful. That is the jazz. And then oh my God. It, and then you're turning into me. And then if that is over, I will put on Star Wars and I'll put on, you know, uh, and I'll watch Star Wars and finish decorating my tree. I just lost all the interest. All no, we'll respect. pick up but pick a fun, <laughs> a fun childhood movie. Why don't you watch a holiday movie? Well, there's something about Star Wars for me, and I don't know if it's because so many of my Christmas mornings were filled, and this is bringing it all back to uh, it was okay. it was filled Tradition. with Star Wars toys from Santa. Got it. I hear you. That's that good. That makes sense. And especially there, uh, often I'll put on Empire Strikes Back because the whole first act takes place in the snow. So it kind of has an inherent Christmas feel to it. And I'm it back reminds on board. I'm back me on board. of like my childhood memories of playing with my toys on Christmas morning. But it's just one of those. It could be Wizard of Oz or it could be it could be a Christmas movie. But yeah. it, but typically Something I don't know. There's always been a there's always been a connection that like Star Wars and Christmas go together for me just as much as like Star Wars and Memorial Day weekend, like summer blockbuster would be. That is so um unique and adorable that I'm so on board with it because it's so unique to you that Star Wars and Christmas go together. I yeah. bet a million people listening are like, oh, totally. And, and I'm like, what? Okay. Well, and now the new Star Wars movies are literally coming out the week of Christmas. So they've, Disney has figured, yeah, there, there's, Jen, we'll talk about this okay. later. That's too many. Get on board. It's just too many. I mean, okay, so now, now what are you doing uh, on Christmas this year? Uh, I will be flying home. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm only there for like three days uh, because I have two dogs as well, and I have to board them with my friends, and then that gets expensive. Um, so I'll fly in. I'll have Christmas Eve with my family, my extended family, my niece, my nephews, and then typically we'll do like a inter-family, extended family gift exchange yeah. maybe on Christmas Eve. And then uh, Christmas morning, I will probably wake up at my sister's house and do Santa with the kids who are now, you know, they're past that point, but they yeah. still. And then my mom and dad will come up and we'll probably do a gift exchange. And then I'll probably go down down to my mom and dad's that night and just kind of chill. Oh, have fun. Yeah, it'll be good. I had one depressing Christmas a couple of years ago where... My mom had asked for a list, and now I will just send her like an Amazon wish list of Smart. so everything's there. And I don't know what happened, but there was clearly a mix-up where my mom had saved an uh, an older version of the list, so she ended up get, giving me gifts that she'd gotten me like the year before. <laughs> <laughs> and one after another, I was like, "Why is she giving?" She was. It was actually a Christmas. I was out here in California with my sister and her husband and kids came to visit me, and I just remember being like. Mom just gave me all the gifts she gave me last Oh, it's year. so sad. You're like, well, felt, at least she's not, like, getting sick. And I felt bad. Sick. No, she's fine. But I just felt <laughs> bad because, you know, a year passed. She forgets. Who cares? But she, because I remember her going, like, there's not much on your wish list. I can't. I'm like, I don't care, Mom, whatever, you know. And then I was like, 
oh, she like saved a preview. I don't know how she did this. That's but, so smart. I'm going to do an Amazon was, wish list. Oh, just do that. It's the easiest. And I mean, I have to tell go. my parents how to use a computer. But. They know how to get on Amazon. All right. Let's, in our wrap up, in our descent, thank you for sharing your holiday stories with me. I want to know favorite holiday song. Oh, anything by anything off that Bing Crosby uh, Christmas album where I think the Andrew sisters are on there oh, as that's well. The Any, one. Anything. Uh, I mean, there's White Christmas is obviously a great one. Um, but any anything Bing With Crosby. With his voice oh. in there. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think White Christmas. I love Silver Bells. Uh, Silver, Bell. Silver Bells is great, and the other like class, more classical one is I love the oh, what's the bells? The bell. I love that stuff. Yeah. Yes. And and then hymnal, hymnal. Oh, holy night! Oh, holy night! I think is one of the prettiest. Alexa, tell us about Ben Lee. Ben Lee is an Australian musician, songwriter, and producer. His latest album is called Ben Lee Sings Songs About Islam for the Whole Family. Oh man, I can't wait for you guys to hear my friend, singer-songwriter Ben Lee. He's got a new album out now that he did with Josh Radner called Radner and Lee. It's their debut album. We talk about Christmas music, like we really go deep and debunk a particular Christmas song. We talked about Ben's favorite Christmas movies and even some gross-sounding weird holiday food that he likes. Take a listen. Everything in this world, in the physical world, is imperfect. So our collective decisions about the way we're going to honor these very abstract ideas, mm -hmm. they're going to be flawed. I mean, much like I feel like this with my art, like with music, yeah. um, I never really get where I'm trying to go. I'm sure you've probably feel like that with comedy. Oh, it's like yeah. you're reaching for something inexpressible and you do your best and you end up with this sort of clumsy rendering yeah. of a certain type of psychic or poetic space that you've sort of like, well, it's somewhere like that that I've just done. And I think these ways that we represent these ideas culturally are similar. They're like, yeah, it's sort of goofy, like using lights and trees and funny sweaters and, and gifts, but it is, there is something pure about it. At the, in the heart, I think. I, I think so. And um, have you ever played a Christmas song? Have you ever re put a recorded a Christmas? Uh, I don't. I know you don't have a Christmas album. Yeah, no. I ha but have you ever played one live or anything? I was trying to remember if I have. I, I don't think I have. I don't. My daughter loves. Um, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Really? And that's like her favorite Christmas song. I feel like every adult is like that song is weird. <laughs> well, it's so weird. Yeah. It is so weird. because the kid. They're old enough to register it as strange yeah. that I'm going to sing a song about this odd thing, yeah. but it's kind of exciting because it is Santa. You know? <laughs> oh my so. God. Your interpretation is so, I mean, and it could be the right one. My experience is this, is I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Now there's two parts to it. One is it's her dad. Because yeah, there is yes. no Santa Claus. Is that what you meant too? No, no, that's right. But I don't, did the kid know that? No. No, so they're allowing this infidelity to occur and making an exception for oh, her, I see what you're the saying. kid. But I'm also wondering in this scenario, now, if she's asleep in bed, uh -huh. the, the parents just put the presents under the tree. You don't have to dress up like Santa. Right. So, oh, so he's like a fetish <laughs> type <laughs> thing. I'm sensing an op-ed piece coming. 
So I'm saying like, first of all, the dad's going way overboard. <laughs> so if the dad might be thinking, look, I got to dress like Santa putting, which is actually a genius idea uh -huh. because your kid, I don't know how kids stay asleep through the night on Christmas right. Eve. I don't know how I ever did. And I feel like there's a part of a kid that instinctively goes, I don't want to see the sausage being made. I'm not going to look. You know, if you heard gifts rattling under the tree in the middle of the night, like I feel like my instinct, if I can drop back into childhood, would be that might be Santa. I don't want to look. Oh, it's so like self-protective mechanism for their yeah. own innocence. Of yeah. just like, I, you know what? I don't, Santa doesn't want me to see him. Well, I'll give him that respect. But so, so here, in my mind, the dad's going way overboard. He's like, look, as long as I'm putting presents under the tree and telling my daughter it's Santa, if she wakes up in the middle of the night and sees that it's me, I'm going to ruin everything. So I better dress like Santa. So if she catches me, she thinks it's Santa. Yes. And so that's what ends up happening. And the wife is giving him a kiss. Or I felt like it's a little sly way of the girl going, I saw mommy kissing, in quotes, Santa Claus. Oh, well, that is the other possibility. It's already, That's, I know it's my dad. Yeah. He's, in, he's um, He is dressed up, but I know it's my dad. Okay, so here are the lyrics. Mommy's kissing Santa Claus. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. She didn't see me creep down the stairs to have a peep. She thought that I was tucked up in my bedroom fast asleep. Then I saw mommy tickle Santa Claus underneath his beard so snowy white. Okay, so- the she dad doesn't is, know. The dad is dressed like Santa. Yeah, and right? the kid does not know. No clue. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a laugh it would have been if daddy had only seen mommy kissing Santa what Claus last I night. Mean, what a misunderstanding of marriage <laughs> dynamics. The kid's making it seem like it would have been a Three's Company <laughs> episode. Like, saying, imagine yeah. a Mr. Furley walked in on this and it's like, um, dad would have maybe done. Okay, so I guess the point of the song is we're supposed to go, oh, that little kid doesn't get that that was her daddy. Right. Like, I don't think it's supposed to be. There is no scenario where it's actually Santa Claus. Oh, no, for Only sure. Only in yeah, the yeah, kid's yeah. mind. That's right? why it's cute. Yeah, yeah. So that's your daughter's favorite Christmas song. If you were to cover one, mm. what would you cover? Um, I also love Silent Night. I love um, I love them all, Oh Come, All Ye Faithful. Um, I oh. mean, I just love the really melodramatic, moving, like, Testaments to awakening. Okay, those right. are all my favorites. Do you enjoy like, any like Elvis? I like it a bit, but I'm not. I'm not super into kitsch. Like, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. not something like I, I just never like say John Waters or something. Like I can appreciate it, yeah. but it's not just. It's not my language. You yeah. know, I'm more earnest. Like yeah. I appreciate earnestness. I haven't. Uh, yeah, I'm not a kitsch person either, but I earnestly love Elvis. Right. Because I know that he loved Christmas. Yeah. And Graceland was like, I've always wanted to go to Graceland at Christmas. I never have. Um, I should mark that in my to-do list. But I know he loved Christmas. And right. so there's a few Christmas songs of his where he's messing up the lyrics and joking around with the band. Oh, okay. I want to check that out. And it's really great, like, bluesy music. Oh, cool. But there's one where he's just like, <laughs> and he sounds good, but you're like, this guy is slurring. <laughs> and he's just sort of making up lyrics. Um, right. <clears throat> it's kind of funny. Now tell us, Really quick, do you have a favorite holiday movie? Uh, well, my daughter loves Elf, so that's become a bit of my one. I maybe. think Will Ferrell should have gotten an Oscar. That's I so think good. it's he's amazing in that movie. I love that movie so much. I think it's a classic. And that moment, the the, the world's best coffee moment is. Oh, I love. I it. mean, it's truly one of the funniest things. It, I can just think about it and start giggling. It's yeah. just one of my favorite moments in cinema. <laughs> but it's it. I cry at the end every time. They really nailed that. Things can happen if everyone has the Christmas spirit. That will. I'll never get old for me. Is yeah. the like 
dingy executive who gets his heart warmed. And I think we need that, you know, this time of year in our world. Exactly. I think it's a huge thing. Um, And do you have a favorite... um, food that you eat at Christmas. I don't know what your diet well, we, is. When I first came to uh, America, I remember I spent my second Christmas in America in Massachusetts with my then girlfriend. Her grandparents were in Dorchester. Oh, um, Dot. Yeah. Dorchester. That's near where you grew up? That's it. Um, yeah. 20 minutes away or something. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and I'd never seen yams with marshmallows. <gasps> that was... I mean, it's truly insane. It doesn't make any sense. If you, I mean, you grow up assuming these things are normal, but to me, that was just absolutely bananas. So I have a sort of a, I have a nostalgia for my own wonder. Yeah. That that was like really came into being at that moment. Would you eat yams and marshmallow now? I don't know if I even ate it then. I might have had a little bit of it just as like a ritualistic step into the mystery of existence, but it's not something I like, you know. So I should not send you a yam and marshmallow gift basket this year. Well, you can do it as ritual, but it will not be enjoyed as food. <laughs> Thank you, Ben Lee, for chatting. And um, I hope I know you have helped many people today who are going to survive the holidays. Oh, thanks for having me, Jen. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye. The Holiday Survival Guide podcast is powered by Amazon Echo. The holidays are a crazy time, and I'm sure you could use a little help along the way. You can just ask Alexa. She can help you make a list, call a loved one, or buy a gift for your kids. But how about this? Alexa, please tell me about a new Hallmark movie. In Finding Santa, Jody Sweeten travels 200 miles to convince an Uber driver to play Santa in her town's holiday parade. Oh my God, Alexa, I am totally going to watch a Hallmark movie about an Uber driver. I can't even. I'm so excited. So no matter how you celebrate the holidays, the new Echo can help you get through it. Alexa, tell us about Sarah Colonna. Sarah Colonna is an American stand-up comedian, actress, and comedy writer best known for her work on Chelsea Lately. Her new show Insatiable premieres on Netflix in 2018. Guys, I'd love to introduce you to my really dear friend, Sarah Colonna. She's a hilarious comedian, and she's got two great books. One is called Life As I Blow It, and the other one is called Has Anyone Seen My Pants? They are great gifts. Put those on your wish list this year. I want to talk about our love of Christmas made-for-TV movies. Yes. But where we diverge, where we differ, is that I'm Hallmark all the time, and not Hallmark mysteries and movies, just Hallmark. I like busy businesswoman, no time for love, meets a guy that runs a tree farm, they fall in love, and she keeps her job. Right, spills I, coffee on her hand. I don't Gosh. want any murders or anything. But you, you'll watch, you'll go between them, but you're yeah. a lifetime person. Yeah, I mean, I do watch some Hallmark movies, especially during the Christmas, because they do have the enjoyable ones. Yeah. Um, but yes, I'm a, I like to watch Lifetime movies. And that's just 365 days a year. Oh, that's not just holidays. It's not just holidays. No, <laughs> but they're great during the holidays as well. But it's constant. Do they have more murder during the holidays? Um, Yeah, there's still murder during the holidays. <laughs> that's crazy to me. Yeah, but it's usually not like a holiday-themed murder. I just oh, think okay. they just... Yeah, but um, they get a little lighter, I guess, during... <laughs> During it's like, December. what is it called? Like accidental manslaughter. It's not murder. Right. <laughs> it's like a nanny, like, oh, she slept with your husband on Christmas or whatever. Oh my God. Well, I might be watch something like that. Now, what is your favorite, if you have one, of these made for TV movies? What, do you have a favorite one? Or you didn't even have to know the name, but just the plot and why you love it? Oh, the best one. This isn't a Christmas one. Okay. okay. But the best, is that okay? 
I mean, it's fine. I, I guess. mean, I know it's like a holiday theme, but, I'm, but this but you, you could watch this excited. on Christmas and you'd you be happy. You seem as excited I'm as so a happy. child on Christmas. It was called The Trainer, and it was about this, like, it was like a woman who was a, a trainer, a physical trainer. Yeah. And so she had a new client who was another woman, and um, she, I guess, kind of became obsessed with this woman, and then they went to the trainer became obsessed the trainer with the client. kind of uh-huh. obsessed with her cl- client like she was like being a bully to her so then they went out to eat after a training session because they were becoming like friends so then they started the girl wanted to order pie right and then the trainer was like uh and she was like well can I just have a little pie because I just worked out and the trainer was like no and then the waiter was like well are you sure you don't want to try the pie and then the w- trainer was like no and then so <laughs> they go the what the client leaves and then it's nighttime all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and the p- waiter walks out to his car, and the trainer comes out and kills him with his own helmet from his motorcycle. And what? said, I said no pie, because he offered pie to her client. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then later we saw oh my her. God. <laughs> <laughs> and then later we find out she's like crazy because she was bullied about her weight when she was little. So she's watching, she's eating a bag of chips, watching herself as like a as a chubby dancer and crying. <laughs> then you feel sorry for her for killing the guy. The biggest mistake I almost just made in my life was taking a sip of water before you said that. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Oh my and that's God. That's the kind of stuff you'll get on Lifetime. And then maybe they'll put a Christmas tree up during that scene and it'll be a Christmas movie. <laughs> oh, and what is your favorite, you know, like one of the classics? You have a favorite holiday movie that you have to watch every year? Um, I mean, I do really enjoy National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, right. Yes. Um, I don't know why I've said National Lampoon's before that. Because you're very respectful yeah. of the brand. Um, and, and as far as like, I did enjoy um, the, the Santa Claus movie. Was it. Oh, the, there was a Hallmark one a couple years ago. It was Laura Bell Bundy, who I love. And it was like her her dad was Santa Claus and then she was dating someone and then he was going to have to take over Santa Claus duties. Oh, yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that one. Yeah, there's another one where the guy, this woman is in love with the guy whose dad is Santa. Yes. And um, they have a reindeer. She's a doctor, Candace Cameron Bure. And she's a doctor in a small town in Alaska. And she's starting to notice that this town is almost like, you know, like the North Pole. And this is a guy that looks like Santa and he sort of runs the place. No big deal. And uh, then at one point they're like, I know you're a person doctor, but you have to come to our barn and there's a injured reindeer. And she's like, why do you guys have a reindeer? They're like, don't worry about it. Can you do anything? And so it's clear. I mean, obviously. It's and then, Santa. you know, yeah, she becomes like Santa's niece or whatever you become, daughter-in-law. And then what about a holiday song? Do you have a favorite one you love, one you hate, and one that uh, makes you cry and you're like, please turn it off? Um, well, there's, I don't know who sings it. And if any of your listeners can find out for me, there mm-hmm. was this really song that used to make me laugh. And it was like, it kind of sounded like Dudley Moore when he was on Arthur. Yeah. Uh, when he was in the movie Arthur, like it kind of sounded like his voice, but I don't think it was. And it was like, and I don't, all I remember is it, we, there was like a verse where he would just go, it's Christmas and I don't know where I am. And it really, I really. <laughs> That's en- a verse of the song? Yeah. Well, that sounds great. I really enjoyed it. So whatever that was, I liked that. I'd like to find that for you. Um, Oh, you know what makes me cry every time, but not like shut it off. Mm. And this is a little weird, but it's because I always go to, well, I used to always go like on Christmas Eve with my mom to church just yes. because she really, I'm not really a church goer, but like she just loves Christmas Eve church. And like, I do too. I it's her, so beautiful. It is. It's really pretty. And it's the church I was like, I grew up going to. It's really pretty. 
And so I know how happy it makes her. And then I forget, like, it also makes me happy to go. So I go, and then they always sing Silent Night, and everyone lights a candle, and then they, you, like, light mm. your candle off the other person's, and it's like the whole church is filled with candles, and it's really pretty. And that always makes me cry. Me too. Do you know I have the same thing? My sister and I snuck off to church one year, and there was candles doing that, and they played Silent Night, and I was, like, uncontrollably, like, it just moves me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And then I really enjoy a Mariah Carey Christmas song. I like I the one. I don't want a lot for Christmas. That one. <laughs> I think I only like that one. Yeah, I enjoy that one. There's an amazing Hallmark movie with her where her lighting is blatantly different than anyone else. And I'm not someone who notices stuff. Like, I'm always the person that's like, what are you talking about? When they're like, that shot doesn't make sense. I'm like, oh, I don't know. You're just following her around with like filters. It looks like you have to put on glasses. It's so blurry. And then she's talking to someone and they look totally harsh and different. And it's so... <laughs> Amazing. And you can tell that she didn't that. do the shots with the people in it because she, she's looking at someone who's like shorter than her and then they cut to the, you know what I mean? Like yeah, she's like, looking in a different direction and you can tell she just showed up one day like I'm saying on my line standing here in this lighting and then they put the movie around it. And she directed that movie and yeah, I forget the name. Like she did, yeah. yeah. So just Google that and everyone will have a great time. I mean, honestly, I'm starting to just... Um, Really, I don't, all these people in this episode that might be helped um, if they're single and sad, like you have no reason to be sad. We just gave you some amazing films that you can yeah, watch. Or, and you know, let's not forget of a good old fashioned grandma got run over by a reindeer to really cheer you up. You My grandmother to used to get so mad at that song. <laughs> well, I can, I can see why. Do you have any favorite holiday food, holiday drink recipe even? Do you make a drink? Oh, I like an eggnog with some, um, a lot of people like it with like rum. Yeah. It's really nice with a spiced rum. I'll give you that. It's really wonderful with some brandy and you put a little nutmeg on top or cinnamon on top. It's delicious. It's very fattening. You can get low-fat eggnog. Yeah, um, you can. You can even get like dairy-free eggnog. Don't, yeah, do whatever. Don't be haters out yeah. there. Sarah Clona, thank you for being here. You're a delight. You're a friend. You're an author. You're a comedian. You're an actress. You are um, a delight. Thank you for being here. Survive the holidays, everybody. It's no big deal. Alexa, tell us about Kim Gordon's book, Girl in a Band. Girl in a Band, a memoir, is a 2015 autobiography written by former Sonic Youth bass guitarist and songwriter Kim Gordon. This guest needs no introduction. It's the fabulous Kim Gordon. What is your favorite holiday song, if, if you have one? Ooh, uh, that's tough. There must be some... I don't know, Nat and Cole song or something. That's. I bet there is. I bet there's an album. <laughs> I don't know. So you have a bad. <laughs> but you like that voice, that sound, that smooth sound of Nat King Cole. Yeah. For the holidays. That 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 was a classic record at our house. And is there anyone that makes you cry? That you're like, I can't hear this. Turn it off. Oh, I don't know. The Joni pump. Mitchell. <laughs> oh my God. Any Joni Mitchell Before song. you came here, we're in a studio where there's a loud neighbor next door and she was blaring. Oh, funny. Um, some song from Blue. I don't know oh which one, God, but it yeah. was, and before that she was playing Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. And it went into, you know, there was that and then a Joni Mitchell song and I got like this inherent hmm. sadness. I was oh. like, that's like a, that's a mix that I probably made wow. as a teenager. Yeah, it was very <laughs> sad. Um, and then do you have a favorite holiday movie? Do you ever watch like Rudolph or anything like that? Um, Peanuts, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That's deeply cool, though. Oh, 100% cool. Yeah. What's your favorite uncool TV show? Well, 
I like scandal. Yeah. That's kind of, I mean, I still think that's like a normal yeah. mainstream I mean, show. I used to watch, um, well, we watched Gossip Girl mm. with my daughter. Do you ever watch that show, um, I'm Up Here Dying? I'm dying up here. I'm dying up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen it's it a little bit. It's not better executed. I know. Because it's it was, a little dramatic. Because it was really interesting. Yeah. Know? I wrote on a really cool show I think you'll like that's coming out oh. on Amazon. It's called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Hmm. And it's by the woman who did Gilmore Girls. And oh. she- Oh, I know her. Amy Sherman Amy, Holland, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. She created a show based loosely on Joan Rivers coming up in wow. the village in the 60s. Amazing. So it's, it's a fictionalized one hour. And you're in it? No, I just wrote on it. It's all her genius. But wow. it's basically a housewife whose husband is mediocre at stand-up. And he kind of bombs one night and just loses mm. his mind and leaves her for his secretary. And she wanders down to the huh. the village club oh, and, and does a monologue. And she's really good. And it's very much Joan's rise mm. to whatever, um, being like the first woman wow. in that scene. And there's a guy that plays Lenny Bruce. It's really hmm. cool. And it's very... Um, it's beautifully shot, but that actually has, I think, more truth to it about mm-hmm. stand-up in a mm-hmm. way because it's all about like the beginnings and when you're mm-hmm. bombing. When I was in, I don't know, living in Boston in an apartment with my friends, our favorite thing to watch, anything about touring or backstage was like my favorite thing. And that movie, The Year Punk Girl, oh, yeah. you're so, the, my favorite parts are you backstage like goofing around and you recreated the truth or dare scene. Right, yeah, we Kurt were Cobain. constantly quoting uh Rocky Menories. <laughs> it's so great. And it's so funny. It, it's, it's just a quick moment yeah. where you're right. pretending to be Madonna when oh, yeah. Kevin Costner's like, it was really neat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I want to be in a band. Bands are so funny, like touring. And look at that, hanging out. And then I went into comedy because I have no musical oh. skills whatsoever. But why are musicians so funny, do you think? I don't know. I'm a much better straight person than I am a funny person. I, it's funny because Natasha watched that and mm-hmm. um, she was like, oh my God, the 90s were so ironic. Everything was, the irony, the humor was so different. It's so true. Everything was ironic. Yeah. Everything was like <laughs> making fun of this. But like, and I hadn't really, really might... thought about it for I such a long time. I'm going to rewatch it with that in mind. Because yeah. I'm sure you actually probably enjoyed Truth or Dare in its oh, yeah, own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, thank you, Kim, for being here. And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year's, and thank you again. Thanks. Well, that's it for my holiday survival guide. Are you guys getting that feeling like when it's time to take down the decorations, you know, that sense of completion and sort of like, oh, I'm going to miss this. I hope that you loved everyone that you heard and you don't have to miss them because I I told you where you can find all their fabulous stuff. And thanks to all of them for talking to me. And thanks especially to Amazon Echo. Tune in. Thanks to you listeners. I hope that you learned something. I hope that you went, oh God, is that what X, Y, and Z is really like on the holidays for some people? I am glad I'm where I'm at. I hope that we just helped you get through it. I know for me, I love listening to people that aren't my family on the holiday season. So I hope this was soothing. I hope you have a wonderful whatever it is that you do. I hope you're all now really ready for the holidays, ready to spend time with your families or not spend time with your families or spend time with your friends or spend time with yourself. Thanks for listening. And you know what? If you enjoy fruitcake, it's okay because I secretly do too. 
thank you for joining us for the final episode of the Holiday Survival Guide. We know it can be a challenge during the holiday season, but Amazon Echo can help. That was the Guilty Pleasures episode. Speaking of guilty pleasures, I'm not going to lie, I also enjoy fruitcake. Alexa, add fruitcake to my shopping list. I've put fruitcake on your shopping list. All right, everyone. On behalf of TuneIn, Jen Kirkman, and the all-new Amazon Echo, thank you very much for listening. Happy holidays. <laughs>